Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. If you own a vehicle with less than 200,000 miles and have an auto warranty about to expire or no warranty coverage at all, listen up. CarShield has a low-cost month-to-month vehicle protection plan that covers more parts than ever. Visit carshield.com slash audio to find out how you could pay almost nothing for covered auto repairs. Drivers who activate this vehicle protection today will also receive free roadside assistance, free towing, and car rental options at no additional cost. Get your free quote today at carshield.com slash audio. That's carshield.com slash audio. Unless you're talking about the bridge and seaport, even from the seats in the upper decks, you can see the seashore. Tailgate function with the cornea side. Just walk from the tribal building for the Padres. I'm on it. Yeah, because for the 619, we'll knock you down. Anything for the brown, put it on the town. Started back rocking the brown. Ever since we've been knocking them down. Baby says you want to go to the game. Taught her how to say Padre gang. All right, everybody, welcome to episode 257 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. I'm your host, Ben Fadden. Thank you for tuning in on the podcast platforms or here live on YouTube or on replay. Uh, I appreciate it. Padres lost tonight 10-6 to to the Phillies. They're now down three games to one here in this National League Championship Series. Uh, disappointing loss. Um, I guess that's where we'll start. I mean, the Padres offense scored six runs, had a 4 nothing lead. Had a 6-4 lead, lost them both. Uh, the Phillies hit four home runs tonight. I think it's going to come down to Clevenger and Manaya's performances tonight. Uh, there's a lot of second guessing going on on social media, you know, with Padres fans and Bob Melvin. Uh, I'm not going to be on the high end of that, of second guessing Bob Melvin. For me, there were a couple spots where I will say, Maybe should have went with a different matchup there. Maybe should have went with a different pitcher there. Uh, but I think it was okay for him to start Clevenger tonight. I'll just start with that. Um, Clevenger said he was fine. He's been working with trainers. The Padres, the coaching staff, they know more than we do about Clevenger's health status and how he's looking. Ruma Diebla is probably having a watchful eye on him leading up to this start. So, 
if they're going to say he's okay to start, then I'm going to think he's okay to start. Bottom line is, he sucked tonight. That's the bottom line. Could not get an out. Had to have Nick Martinez come in there in that first inning with and strand Bryce Harper. By the way, Nick Martinez, one of the MVPs of this game, and it's a shame that he's not going to get a bunch of credit or spotlight or anything like that tonight because we're going to be focused on Manaya and Clevenger and the Padres being down three games to one, and now they have to go win three games in a row if they want to get to the World Series. Uh, and they're facing Wheeler tomorrow in game five. Um, by the way, the attitude needs to be just go 1-0 and do whatever you can to go beat Zach Wheeler tomorrow. The good news is Robert Suarez, Josh Hader, they weren't used today. I thought no doubt they were going to be used today, even if they were losing, because this was essentially a must-win game, I thought. Going down 3-1, especially against a team that's as hot as the Phillies. Talk about our miraculous comeback if the Padres can win three games in a row here. I know they won three games in a row against the Dodgers, but the Dodgers' offense was not as hot as this Phillies offense is. You know? So it can be done, but I thought tonight was uh, very, very disappointing. With Clevenger, after the Padres give him four runs of support, Manny with the home run, Bell gets on base, Crony, amazing walk. Tremendous nine-pitch walk. I thought that was the key of that first inning. Uh, those runs ended up being huge. You know, 10 minutes later, or the walk, excuse me, Cronenworth's walk ended up being huge, like 10 minutes later because of Clev's performance. And after the walk, two outs, when that walk happened, Drury with the RBI hit in the gap, and then Ha-Sung Kim taking that kind of like a Gene Segura swing from the other night taking that pitch that was down and just blooping it over uh, into the outfield to bring in another run. Clev has a 4 nothing lead, and he leaves it being 4-3, a one-run lead, and didn't get an out. But, I mean, the starting pitching in this game, holy cow. Uh, Bailey Falter, I think that was that guy's name. He faltered tonight, definitely. He ends up going two-thirds of an inning, four earned runs. Clev... Didn't even get one single out. Comes in. Single to Schwarber. Gives up the home run to Hoskins. Hoskins got it, uh, the Padres twice tonight with the home runs. Then walks um, the three-hitter, Ramuto, And then he gives up the double to Bryce Harper. It was, it was a pitch like right down the middle. Talk about a BP pitch. That's what that was. Uh, so he was just terrible tonight. Um, yeah, he has a sprained MCL. That's what he's been dealing with. But I'm sorry, it's the playoffs. You said you're feeling well. You have to just pitch better. Um, and there's people that are saying, Clev should have never started this game. You should have had Nick Martinez start. Well, yeah, no S. If, Nick Mar if we knew Nick Martinez was going to go three shutout innings, of course, yeah, we would have... Bob Melvin, We if we were managing... We would have started Nick Martinez, too. But he didn't know. We didn't know that. But Nick Martinez came in and was, was amazing. But then you go to Manaya and he struggles as well. He gives up, what, five runs, walks two guys, gives up a home run. Uh, I, think, I think he gave that home run up to Hoskins. 
gave up the double, another double. That one was to left center to Harper. He didn't have it tonight. I think, you know, going into this game, or at least going into this series, you knew that the Padres were going to have to use relievers that weren't named Robert Suarez, Josh Hader, Luis Garcia. You knew that you were going to have to use Clevenger and or Manaya, and you just hope and pray that they were going to pitch well, and neither did tonight. You knew that we were going to have to use Steven Wilson. He gave up a run. You knew that Garcia or Suarez or Hader were going to pitch tonight. I thought all three would, um, but Garcia pitched, gave up that one run, the home run. That was one situation where I thought, you know, there's two outs, got a lefty up in the sixth inning. Garcia came in in that fifth inning after uh, Manaya, so he already had faced three batters. I thought that's where you maybe put Tim Hill in there to get out of that inning, get Schwarber out. Left on left. Garcia gives up the home run. It was just a missed spot. Uh, but I don't think that's the end of the world. Manaya, the decision to keep Manaya in and not go to Garcia to start the fifth, I didn't really understand that, especially when Bob Melvin was willing to go to Luis Garcia in the fifth inning anyway. Like, if you're willing to go to him in the fifth inning, then just let him start the inning. Why are you bringing him in uh, after Manaya had already struggled, you know? Um, maybe they wanted more length out of Manaya. Uh, they did, obviously. That's why they had him start the inning. But you have Manaya there in that fifth inning facing the top of the Phillies order. Definitely the middle of the Phillies order. Had him face Schwarber, was the second batter that he faced, walked him, gave up the home run to Hoskins. His second of the night. Mount visit. Then he walks Real Muto. And then gives up the double to Harper. And then there's the pitching change, right? So, you're facing the top of the order there. Uh, only one of those guys was a lefty, and that's Schwarber. So, after Schwarber there, you have Hoskins coming up a righty. Maybe you go to Garcia there instead of um, sticking with Manaya. Because Manaya came in to start the fourth inning. So he had he faced his three batters in the fourth inning. So that's one where I disagreed with it. But going into this, I knew, at least from my point of view, I knew that they were going to have to use Clevenger. They were going to have to use Manaya probably. And both of them just did not pitch well. Uh, the Mike Clevenger trade, it did not work out for A.J. Preller. That's one of those where it's like, yep, probably missed on that one. Give up Josh Naylor. He's doing well with Cleveland and Owen Miller. And I was fine with giving up Hedges. I was fine with giving up those guys for Clevenger. I was happy when the trade happened. I thought we fleeced Cleveland, right? So I can't really black. I can't bash Preller for that move. But I can say, looking back on it, in hindsight, that move did not work out. That trade, Cleveland got the better end of that deal. Clevenger gets hurt in 2020, out all of 2021. And then this year, had some injuries, dealt with the knee issue the whole year. And in the postseason, right, when it matters, what we got him for, he did not pitch well against the Dodgers, and he didn't record a single out against the Phillies in a game that was, I think, a must-win game. Now you're down 3-1, and you have to win three in a row. I know they won three in a row against the Dodgers, but the Phillies are playing better than the Dodgers were, right? We know that. So 
It's going to be tough. Uh, I think it will be a almost miracle if they win three in a row. Like this Padres team is very, very good. They scored six runs as an offense. You score six runs, you think you're going to win the game. The pitching just wasn't good. But when you have to face Wheeler and then Nola and then Musgrove on short rest, I'll take Musgrove over whoever Philly throws. But I think it's getting through games five and six uh, tomorrow and then on Monday. And you have to win both of those games. You know, so they're not done. Season's not over. But going down 3-1 tonight, it is a uphill climb. Big, it is a steep hill that the Potters are going to have to climb tonight. Um, those are my initial thoughts. I mean, look, I was happy with the offense most of the night. I mean, I was very happy with how the offense showed up early on, right? They just totally give it to the Phillies there. Um, Falter, whatever the guy's name was, Manny homering, Crony with the great at-bat after Bell got on, two outs, Drury with the hit, Kim with the hit. That was great. That would have been great if, like, if they do that tomorrow with Darvish on the mound, right? You're probably winning that game. But they did it with Clevenger on the mound, and he sucked tonight. And then Soto gives the Padres a 6-4 lead later in the game, and then they just give it right back to the Phillies with Manaya on the mound. And that Soto home run uh, happened going into the bottom of the fifth after the top of the fifth was over. And Manaya had already pitched. He already faced his three batters. And they brought in Garcia after Manaya had struggled there in that fifth inning. I asked why go to Manaya there in that fifth inning instead of just going straight to Garcia if you were willing to have him pitch in the fifth inning anyway. Like, think about this. I know Garcia gave up that one home run, but if they had Garcia start the fifth inning, have him pitch a couple, or let's have him get five outs, and then, or whatever that situation was, and then you have Tim Hill go pitch to Swarber left on left to end the sixth inning, and then you could have Suarez, do you have a 6-4 lead, let's say, or 6-5 or whatever, you still have the lead because of the Soto home run. You go to Suarez for a couple innings, he's already shown that he can do that, or you can go to Suarez for five outs, and then you can have Hayter get four outs. Just some combination there. I didn't think that they needed to go with Manaya there for that fifth inning, uh, but maybe that's just me. I don't know. Give your thoughts in the comments. I will eventually get to those. I'm sure Bowmel has spoken to the media. I'm sure players have spoken to the media, so I will get to their thoughts, uh, but I just wanted to get my initial thoughts on this. I mean, when when Bob Melvin, getting back to Clev here for a sec, uh, Bob Melvin was speaking to, I think it was Verducci, uh, during the game. And let me find that clip, actually, because I did post it. At Talking Fires on Twitter, by the way, that's where all the game clips I post are. Um, sorry, I posted a lot today. I'm going to have to, here it is. So, he uh, Verducci asked Bob Melvin about Clevenger. And some people didn't like Bob Melvin's response here. I sort of liked it. I'll explain after. Here is Bob Melvin. This was after he'd already pulled Clevenger after the terrible first inning where he couldn't get an out. We got some bulk innings uh, coming up here, probably for, for um, potentially Manaya, But, you know, it breaks my heart to have to take Clev out of that game. He's been busting his butt for us all year and, you know, working through some stuff. Uh, hopefully he gets another chance. 
there you go. So hopefully he gets another chance. That's kind of where I think people got pissed off with Bob Melvin a little bit there. But that's what Bob Melvin is. Like, it's sort of like, what else is he supposed to say? Um, he always, he's always going to have comments in his guys. That's just who Bob Melvin is. And I don't agree with Bob Melvin there. I hope he gets another chance. I don't think he should get another chance after two outings here in the postseason where he has not looked good. Uh, but I definitely like you know, him saying uh, how much it pained him to take um, Clev out of the game there. You know, I understand that. And Clev has been battling with that knee issue all year. He's been fighting. He's been working his butt off, I'm sure, behind the scenes with the training staff and all of that. But um, he hasn't been good. He did not show up here in the postseason. And no, I don't think that he should get another chance. Unfortunately, I don't think he should get another chance um, this postseason if, if he does get another chance, if the Padres reach the World Series or they need him later in the or if a situation presents itself later in the series, like I would not be confident in having Mike Clevenger out there. And you're down 3-1 now. I don't see another situation where you go to Clevenger at all in this series, you know? So I don't think that you'll get another chance. I wasn't too mad about Bo Mel's comments there during the game because, you know, it's kind of like, well, what is he supposed to say there? Um, but yeah, just Clevenger wasn't good. And uh, obviously, people are going to look at, oh, well, what's going to happen now in free agency with Clevenger? And are the Padres going to want to bring him back? Or maybe it's going to come at a cheaper cost because he didn't pitch well, right? I, I don't know if the Padres, I don't know if it's in their best interest to bring Clevenger back. Uh, I, I can elaborate on that more in the offseason. I don't really feel like focusing on that right now because the Padres are still in this series. The season isn't over. I did think this was essentially a must-win game if they wanted to win this series, because winning three in a row against the Phillies is going to be incredibly tough. Uh, it's three games in three straight days. Um, the good news is Suarez and Hayter are going to be ready to go, and they're going to pitch three days in a row if they have to, I think, uh, definitely with the season on the line like this. And... Uh, Garcia is going to have to pitch. So that, that's a positive, I guess. Again, same positive entering today. Suarez and Hayter, they're, they're going to be ready to go. They, they weren't used tonight. I, I was kind of surprised by that. Suarez had pitched earlier, not just the eighth inning, uh, during games in the postseason, or at least during one game in the postseason. I think I want to say he came in in the fifth or the sixth in one game of this postseason. Um, so I thought maybe he comes in earlier at some point, maybe it, when it was 6-4 or something, uh, and you just deal with later in the game, later in the game. Because I thought that was important. After you got that 6-4 lead with the Soto home run, to keep it there. You know, you're facing, I think it was what I say earlier, it was the middle of that Phillies order, top of the order there, uh, in that, what, sixth inning, and, um, or no, fifth inning, sorry, in that fifth inning, and Manaya just couldn't get those guys out, uh, and then they went to Garcia, 
I thought they should have just started the inning with Garcia, to be honest. Um, uh, when I hit on that bullpen there, you know, about us having Suarez and Hayter available tomorrow, and they're going to be ready to go multiple innings, both of them, maybe. Like, you have to put everything on the table tomorrow behind you, Darvish. Darvish hopefully has a quality start, takes you through six, and then seven and eight, Suarez, or seven into the eight, Suarez, and then you have Hayter pitch. That's that's probably the Padres' ideal scenario. You, you just got to pitch them. Give your all. Season is on the line. You literally cannot lose tomorrow. You could lose tonight. You literally cannot lose tomorrow. Um, but a positive on the other side of things for the Phillies, while the Padres' bullpen is fresh, the Phillies' bullpen, they also are going to be fresh tomorrow too they had the day off tonight because the, uh, the Phillies had that four-run lead after the seventh inning when uh, Real Muto homered off of Stephen Wilson kind of felt like the Padres were punting the game when Wilson and Morahone pitched but also like I said earlier here in this show Morahone and Wilson they were probably going to have to get used at some point in this series you know the game was lost when Clevenger and I gave up a combined eight runs. The rest of the bullpen gave up a combined, what, two runs tonight? Martinez didn't give up any. Garcia gave up one. Wilson gave up one. You know? So it, this is on Clevenger and Manaya, uh, but you were going to have to pitch Wilson and Morahone probably at some point, and they both gave up runs, or one run each. Um, but yeah, Jose Alvarado, uh, Sir Anthony Dominguez, they're going to be good to go tomorrow. Maybe multiple innings for both of them as well. So they might have this, they're going to have the same strategy as us. Have their starter, Zach Wheeler, go, you know, seven innings, six innings, and then you go to, for them, Alvarado and Dominguez. For us, Darvish, six innings, seven innings, and then you go to Suarez and Hayter. So I'm interested to see if that plan works out for both teams or for which team it works out for, obviously you hope the Padres. Uh, and obviously I'm looking to see if Wheeler is going to be as dominant as he was in game one, obviously, because he was amazing in game one. So, um, man, disappointing loss. Just some of the decisions. Uh, I'm not someone that goes and criticizes Bob Melvin for every move that doesn't work because that's so easy to do sit here on the couch and you're like well I would have put in Luis Garcia here instead of I don't know Manaya, and it's like a May game you know it's so easy to do but in the postseason when Manaya hadn't pitched in a while Clevenger did not pitch well I, I mean look I, I, I wasn't pissed off about him keeping Clevenger in there to face Harper. Like, you're trying to... He didn't get one out. Is it too much to ask for Clevenger to get one out? One. He didn't get one out. And Bowmill pulled him. So, I can't get too mad about that. Usually, I don't go criticizing all of Bowmill's moves. He knows what he's doing. The coaching staff knows what they're doing. They know more baseball than we do. Uh, but... Some of them, some of these moves were frustrating. And whenever I do criticize Bowmel, I do it not because of the result of what happened. I mean, I guess that kind of factors into it. But I do it because I, I'm questioning the move as I'm as the game 
is going on. Like, as Manaya is going out there for, what was it, the fifth inning, and you're having, you know, he's facing Hoskins, Schwarber, Ramuto, Harper. You're like, all right. He's going out here again, a lefty, when Ramuto's a righty, Harper's a righty, Hoskins, or excuse me, uh, he's a lefty, sorry. Hoskins a righty, uh, Ramuto a righty. Maybe you go to Garcia here, and then you see Garcia warm up later in the inning, and it's like, oh, yeah, maybe you should have went to Garcia there. You know, I'm not going to be someone that's going to sit here like some people on Twitter and be like, oh, well, you know, like 30 seconds after someone hits a home run, shouldn't have left Manai in there. I'm only going to do it if I was questioning it while I was watching the inning, while I was watching the game and trying to manage along with the game, you know, if that makes sense. Uh, look, Bomel has done a tremendous job this year for the Padres. The coaching staff has done a tremendous job this year, I think, for the Padres. So, at the end of the day, it is on the players. The players had to play better tonight. The pitchers, two pitchers specifically, Manaya and Clevenger, they needed to be better. Um, they were brought in to be better than how they pitched tonight, and that's that was the difference tonight. They gave eight runs. The Padres' offense scored six. You know? So... Again, positive takeaways from yesterday was that the bullpen was going to be like Suarez, Hater, they'd be good to go. Well, they didn't even pitch today. So that's the same positive takeaways going into tomorrow's game. Right? So 10-6 is the final. Let's see what some of the players had to say. I'm sure it's a uh, very quiet clubhouse, but We'll see. Um, so here's Austin Nola. Your thoughts on how this game went down and losing two leads? Yeah, it's a tough one for sure. Uh, not how we planned it out. Um, it's just you know, we got to do a better job all around in every facet of the game. See, club struggled right from the get go. Nick did a really nice job. But what was the challenges tonight for Mike and also Sean? Yeah, I mean, they put some good swings on some balls, and I mean, they were attacking the fastball for sure. And those are two good fastball guys between Clev and Sean. Uh, yeah, they, they they attacked fastballs and hitters counts. We fell behind. We didn't make pitches, and then when we get we got ahead, we just got to you know execute. That's that's really it. I got to do a better job of you know moving the ball around and not being so predictable. You guys have done a pretty good job of being able to turn the page, but how tough is it to turn the page up one like this? We have to. I mean, that's the kind of team we are. Uh, we got to be, we got to be relentless. Um, we're determined. I mean, we're not going to, you know, this is not going to be the end for us. We're we're going to keep fighting, keep pushing. You guys have had your backs to the wall before, and you've come through. That that helped this point. Yeah, we you know we've been tested. We we we've been there. We've done it. So let's bring our best game tomorrow. That's that's all we can do. Take it one game at a time. Might there be some silver lining that you guys did score six runs, get the offense going a little bit, especially with a tough competitor tomorrow. Yeah, we we need we need that. We need we need each at bat tomorrow. Uh, we do it each at bat. We're we're gonna be in good shape. Also, when you get a lead like that, you know, this team and they just kept coming at you, coming at you. When you guys had that capability again, just tell us. I don't say the moral like but they just kept at it tonight. Just what they just kept coming at you guys. Yeah, that's what good teams do. You know, you score, and then and you score the next inning, and then when somebody else scores, you know, that's just good teams. Uh, we're gonna keep playing that baseball. 
All right, that's Austin Nola. Um, I mean, that had to be tough for him to be behind the plate and Clevenger not be able to get an out. You know, he's trying to find pitches for Clev to throw and locations, and Clev's just lost out there. Same a little bit with Manaya there in whatever what the the fifth inning. Um, that has to be tough. Uh, I saw you know the home runs that were allowed. You know, Nola's sitting back there asking for a pitch down and away, and it ends up being middle. And he's like, you know, he has he just has that reaction of what the f, you know, not that, not like pissed off at the pitcher probably, but just like, well, didn't hit his spot, you know, it sucks. Uh, watching watching that game tonight and those home runs, four home runs, that 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 sucked. And Juan Soto, you know, he had his moment tonight, right? Six four. Takes the lead there with that home run. Huge. And by the way, I say he has he had his moment. He's had plenty of moments in this postseason. Like, there's people that are going to say Juan Soto's had a bad postseason. Well, he had the home run today, gave him the lead. The Dodger game, game, what, four on that Saturday night? Tied the game, right? And then tied the game again, game two of the NLCS at Petco the other day. Go back to the wild card series. He had that big hit to blow it open. I, I think blew it open down the third baseline, right? So he has come up in situations. Has he come up in every situation? No. Manny hasn't either. No one has. I mean, maybe Harper, that's what it feels like. <laughs> maybe someone on, you know, the Philly Hoskins, that's what it feels like. That's how hot the Phillies' offense is. Uh, but. I mean, Soto, he has come through a little bit here offensively. He has not, I don't think he's had a terrible uh, postseason. And it made it tough because, yeah, you have a 6-4 lead. You throw Manaya back out there, lead's gone. Had a 4-0 lead in the first inning. That lead's gone right when Manaya comes in. After Martinez pitched his butt off, throwing those three great innings, nine up, nine down after Clev couldn't get an out in the first inning. It's disappointing. It sucks. Um, you know, Martinez, he had everything working tonight. I, I just want to praise him because it would not have been, I mean, this game could have been even uglier. The Padres maybe wouldn't have even had that 6-4 lead after that Soto home run if Martinez didn't pitch the way he did, you know? Uh, strands the runner, strands Bryce at third in that first inning. Uh, and then doesn't give up any more base runners. It, it was great. The changeup, holy cow, was that working. That changeup that he threw to Bryce Harper, I think that was his final batter that he faced in that third inning. That changeup made it look like it was going to be a strike on the outside part of the zone. Bryce swung at that pitch, and that was like three feet off the plate. I'm not exaggerating. And then he pops out to left the end of the inning. I mean, that's how nasty he was. I think he threw a changeup to Bohm on a strikeout. Uh, he got a fastball by one guy. He was tremendous tonight. And Nick Martinez is the type of guy that he'll be like, I'm ready tomorrow. Um, actually, he would be ready tomorrow probably anyway because he didn't pitch yesterday. But with the season on the line tomorrow, he is going to be ready. And he'll be like, Skip, Bob Melvin, any situation you want me tomorrow, I'm ready. I threw over 30 pitches tonight. I don't care. Our season's on the line. You want me to go face a few righties or a couple righties here? Put me in the dang game. You know, so... I. Nick Martinez is uh, definitely 
turn into one of my favorite players on this team. Um, I'll get to your comments, by the way. Don't worry about it. You can use the Super Chat button to make sure I get to your comment. I appreciate everyone for tuning in here. Episode 257 of the Talking Fires podcast and YouTube show. I'm Ben Fadden. This episode brought to you by Gaglion Bros, famous cheesesteaks and garlic fries. Gaglionbros.com is the website. They're located on Friars Road. Uh, and then they also have locations inside Snapdragon Stadium and inside Petco Park. Will the series get back to Petco Park? They're going to have to win tomorrow for that to happen. Um, so we will see. Here is uh, Joe Musgrove sharing his thoughts. Again, this is from 97.3 The Fan. Here we go. Yeah, I mean, that's what we expected. We expected a dogfight. Um, you know, these guys got a lot of energy, a lot of rhythm at home. But, um, you know, we got our best guy on the mound tomorrow. I know they got theirs too, but, you know, we trust our guy. Uh, you guys have been tested before. You've had your backs to the wall before. Does, does that help now in this situation? Yeah, I mean, the, the idea is win one game. We've got to play the best nine innings of baseball we can tomorrow and then worry about the next one when it comes. But right now it's it's one win at a time. Offense did show up tonight. You guys did score six runs. How much does that help maybe against going against a pretty tough competitor tomorrow? Yeah, we're swinging the bats well. Um, I think we just gave a few too many hittable pitches tonight. Um, they guys swinging the bats well. We know where the spots are to, to attack, and we're just ultimately not getting the pitches there. So um, game on the line tomorrow. You know, we wouldn't want anybody but you having the ball. You know, how hard is it for a guy like Sean to, to rest that long and then try and go out there and pitch in a game like this? Yeah, I mean, I think it's been 12, 13 days since he got on the mound last Um I thought his stuff looked really good. Again, a couple pitches that leaked over the heart of the plate, they did some damage on, but I thought his stuff was really good. What did you see out of Mike tonight? Um, yeah, just, I mean, I don't think he felt all that comfortable. Um, you know, I know he's been battling with some stuff the last handful of starts, and I've talked about it before. Sometimes you, you know, have a couple outings where you're, you know, you're not in sync as well as you want to be, and, you know, the delivery's off a little bit, and you do that enough times, your body starts thinking that's how it wants to move, so sometimes it's tough to get back to those, those proper feelings. So, um, you know. Ultimately, you know, regular season game, he probably gets a chance to work through that and, and get deeper into the game right now. There's just not not time for it. So, Yeah, so there's Joe. Uh, I don't think Shamanai is going to use the 12, 13-day thing as an excuse. You know, having that long of a layoff pitching, and I'm sure it's tough, but it's the postseason, you know. Um, just didn't do the job good enough tonight. And with Clevenger, he's working through some stuff. Didn't feel in sync according to Joe. Um, he didn't pitch well enough either. That's what it comes down to. Um, this is not the time for excuses. Um, haven't pitched in a while. I'm not used to pitching in this situation. That doesn't work right now. You know, Padres' backs are up against the wall. Down three games to one now. Uh, and you, Darvish, on the mound tomorrow. I like their chances. I think they can win tomorrow with Darvish on the mound. Uh, but you also have Zach Wheeler on the other side of things, and you have Dominguez and uh, Alvarado on their side as well. So, look, it, it's still, you know, it's 3-1 lead, so that might be like, it might look, if you're not paying attention to this series super closely, well, the Padres, man, they're, they're not on the same level as the Phillies. Well, they scored six runs tonight. It was 1-1 after two games. Uh, it maybe might have been different if the umpire at third base would have not struck out Profar last night in the ninth inning. Uh, like, it's been a close series. Tonight got away from them. 
um, because Clevenger and Manaya did not pitch well. So tomorrow I expect it to be a close game. I think the Padres can win tomorrow, but they're going to have to show up. They're going to have to play better uh, than they did offensively against Wheeler in game one. And Darvish is going to have to pitch probably as good as he did in game one. You know, he gave up, what, two runs, those two home runs. One of them was a pop-out. Tomorrow's a day game, so maybe that's a home run as well in Philly. I don't know. The one that Bryce hit. So uh, I want the same performance from you, possibly better if he can. Uh, and, and, you know, he, he is the ace, right? So you got to have high expectations for him. And then the offense show up against Wheeler. Hope Wheeler doesn't have as good of a game. Here is Nick Martinez uh, discussing his outing tonight. And if he wanted to go out there, pitch another inning, just here's his thoughts. Again, I think he was one of the MVPs of this game. And it's probably unfortunate that the Padres, or it is unfortunate they lost, but it's unfortunate that he's probably not going to get a bunch of love because the focus is going to be on the Padres losing. Just got to be ready to come back, come back out here tomorrow. You once again did a fantastic job. You've been doing all, all postseason. How much was it a challenge for you tonight to go 43 pitches? You haven't done that since June 22nd. Oh, I felt good. Body felt good. Um, you know, I, I didn't pitch yesterday, so I had two days off early. Um, so body was feeling good. Uh, it just felt, felt like they were there. You guys have had your backs to the wall. Does that help you at this point in this situation again? I uh, know. I think I think we're dangerous when, when our backs against the wall. Um, you know, when, when we're up to the challenge. Um, we show up, so we, we got to make sure we do that tomorrow. Can you take us through the emotional kind of roller coaster of that game from the first inning on? Yeah, you know, we, we, we started off hot. It was great. Um, you know, obviously a lot of game left, but, you know, we like that momentum going our way. Um, tough bottom half. Uh, again, they, 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 they didn't show any quit, and we weren't either. And, uh, they ended up on top today. When you guys are two, two, Teams, you guys are very similar. You guys both, you know, you've won a lot of late games. You've got a lot of fight to you. When looking across it, it's almost kind of look at yourselves a little bit when you see that team. Uh, I don't really want to say that because they won today. But yeah, I mean, there's, there's some similarities there. Um, you know, not a lot of quit over there. Not a lot of quit over here. So, um, you know, be ready to bring it tomorrow. Nick, how did you feel after three innings? And did, did you want a fourth? Uh, yeah, I mean, you ask any competitor uh, if he wants to go back out there. Uh, they're going to say yeah, so. Uh, I felt good, but obviously with um, you know, with the guys we got in the bullpen, you know, I have a lot of confidence in those guys, and so does Bob, and so do the, so do the position players. So, um, just didn't go out in our, in our favor today, but um, you know, still, still a lot of trust in those guys out there. Your offense, they just kept coming at you. I'm sorry, sir. Your offense, they just kept coming at you, coming at you as a group. But what was it about their offense and their approach that just made them so tough tonight? Uh, I mean, just just like us, you know, they're they're resilient. Um, they're not going to take their previous at bat into the next one. They're going to compete every single at bat, and they're not going to let you um, let you off the hook uh, for the rest of the game. That, that's why they're here. That's why we're both here. Uh, we're not going to give in. Neither are they. That's what the playoffs are all about. Uh, yeah, and they just they just ended on top the last two games. So I did see a comment from someone asking me if I saw the Nick Martinez interview. So I just played it there, and I think what you're talking about there is Nick saying that he wanted a fourth inning or hinting that, saying that any competitor, uh, you know, would want more. Um, I was fine with Martinez going three there. I mean, he hadn't thrown that many pitches, like Bob Scanlon said there, since, what, June or whatever? 
So he 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 did his job. He nine up, nine down, over forty pitches, I think. He handed it to the bullpen. Uh again, I was fine with Anaya coming into the game. I just thought, okay, it's the sixth inning now. You have Garcia Suarez Hater that you can use to finish the sixth, seven, eighth, and ninth. You have Tim Hill that you can use as well. So I felt like you have the lead there going into it was the bottom of the fifth, right? Six four. You use those your big guys, you know. Um Manaya did his job there in that fifth inning. Or excuse me, in the what was was the in the fourth inning, excuse me. Clevenger not getting it out really screwed with this game here. I keep thinking that Martinez came in the second. He came in, in the first. Uh, those first, like, two innings were long. Holy cow. Uh, but, yeah, I just would have went to the big guys starting in that fifth inning when you had another lead, right? You already had a 4 nothing lead. It was already bad enough that you choked that lead. And now it's 6-4. Like, I, I want to keep that lead. I need to keep that lead. You, you can't go down three games to one. You can't let the Phillies go take that lead again. And then you just feel like, well, everything's on their side now, you know. Um, all right, let's get to the chat a little bit. I'll kind of be going back and forth between the chat and some comments here from players. I don't know if I'm going to get Bomo's comments here, but we'll see. Uh, Sleepy Potato, that was a tough game to watch. Yep, I agree. Rob Mall, very disappointed. JD's third, it is what it is, Ben, right? I mean, no. I, yes and no. It is what it is because you can't do anything about it. Padres lost, all right? You got to move to tomorrow. You have to turn the page, like Austin Nola said. You have no uh, other option but to turn the page. Back against the wall, you know, the burn the ships mantra about everyone coming together. Got to come together. Uh, tomorrow for game, what, five. Season's on the line. So in that sense, it is what it is. But looking back at it, me talking about this game, it's like, no, it isn't just that. It is what it is. You know, I felt like they had a better chance of winning if there were some other moves that were made. You know? Uh, Pedro says, just got to win one tomorrow. Yep, I agree. That's got to be their mindset. You can't you can't win three games in one game, right? You just win tomorrow and then worry about game six on the flight home, right? You have to win tomorrow's game. Do everything. Who cares about game six? Go win game five. That's what you have to do. Mike says, no second guessing we got beat in a must must win game by our two worst starters. I mean then, I mean, if you said it right there, we got beat in a must-win game by our two worst starters. So why are we throwing our two worst starters then uh, in a must-win game, you know? That's where the second gase, that's why the gasing, that's where the second guessing comes in, I think, from fans on, you know, social media and stuff, from what I've seen. Some are mad that Clevenger even pitched, some are mad, um, that Manaya went as long as he did, or that Manaya pitched as well. Uh, so that's where the second guessing is. If you're if you're using your two worst starters in a must, essentially must win scenario, that's going to lead to some second guessing by the, the fan base. 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Mike says, anyone else getting tired of watching Philly hitters being interviewed? Well, they hit the home runs tonight. Uh, yeah, they didn't interview Manny after he hit a home run. Hmm, that's weird. Didn't interview Soto after he hit a go-ahead home run. Uh, but they talked to Bowmel, talked to Nick Martinez. Uh, but I think that was it. They talked to, like, Hoskins twice. They talked to Harper. I think they talked to Schwarber. Yeah, it was definitely, there was some Philly loving on that broadcast, definitely. Uh, but I think some of it was the Phillies were at home. They were the ones hitting more home runs than the Padres. Uh, they were the ones with the big comeback. Uh, but yeah, uh, of course I was tired of it, but I wouldn't have been tired of it if the Padres were on that side of things, right? Mike says, no one on this podcast yesterday thought Clevenger should have been the starter. I mean, I was actually, I think I said I was fine with Clevenger starting. I just thought there needed to be a very short leash. Now, he didn't get one single out. I think that's a pretty short leash, you know, because how about how, of how bad he was. They brought in Nick Martinez to get the first three outs of the game or first three outs of, you know, the Philly side of things. So, with them on uh, on offense. So I was fine with Clevenger starting. I wanted a short leash. He had a short leash. He has to face three batters. So for those people that were complaining, why is, you know, Clevenger facing whoever, Remuto or whatever here? Or why is he facing Hoskins? Or he, he had to face three batters. And it does take time for Nick Martinez to warm up. It does take time for any reliever to warm up. So they were trying to stall for Martinez, and he was going to face Harper, and he left that pitch over the middle of the plate, and it ended up being a double in the gap, and right there it was 4-3. You know? And then he then then Clev got pulled. Talk, that was a short leash, I thought. Eric asked, Ben, why did Martinez exit early? He was getting people out. He could have played till six innings. Uh, I mean, he's going to say that post-game, that he'd be good to go for four innings, but he did his job. He pitched three innings and didn't give up any runs. Stranded Bryce on third in that first inning, you know? So I'm completely fine with Martinez only going three. You take it through three innings, then you go to Manaya for the fourth, 
they, they tried him for the fifth. I thought maybe you go to Garcia there or someone else, um, maybe for a couple innings, and then you're through six, and now you have seven, eight, nine, where you can go Suarez, Hater, or uh, Hill, Suarez, Hater, whatever. I thought that's what they probably should have done. Um, I didn't think he exited early. He pit, he had over forty pitches. He pitched amazing tonight. Christopher says it's sad that we when we finally get offense, our pitching fails us. Yeah. Yep. I mean, they did have offense in game two when they were down what four nothing. Came back, had some pretty good pitching there. Um, I know that one. What was it? The second inning or whatever. Snell wasn't. I mean, he wasn't terrible. Things just didn't go his way, and the scoreboard looked bad. But I think there have been instances where they've had pitching uh, and offense at the same time. Tonight, obviously, wasn't one of those. Um, for two guys, Clevenger and Manaya. Um the offense scored six runs. The bullpen, if you exclude Manaya, allowed, what, two runs? So it was okay. They had, they had, the bullpen had to cover 27 outs today. Or 24, because the Phillies had the lead. They had to cover 24 outs today. And they gave up two runs. If you, um, well, let, let's not exclude Manaya because you can't. So they gave up seven runs, I guess, which isn't good. But uh, however many outs Manaya covered, subtract that, he gave up two runs. So, uh, and those were, you know, one runs for one run from Wilson, one run from Garcia. I don't think that's the end of the world. It was Clevenger and Manaya tonight. Um, all right, let's get to Shamanaya discussing his outing. When you, you're facing a lineup like that, when you got, you're really not a lot of places to take a break, uh, can you feel it kind of battling, slipping away at any moment when you're when you just see them just line drive after line drive? Um, I mean, yeah, I mean, start falling behind guys. Um, yeah, I mean... You know, the top, top four of those guys, or top four of that lineup is uh, very, very good. And you know, we start falling behind them, um, you know, make it there. As a team, you guys have been resilient all year. Uh, got to win three in a row now. Is it, do you look at got to win three in a row, or is it simply to get one tomorrow and see what happens after that? Yeah, just got to take it one game at a time. Um, yeah, got to get to, get the three, but get the first one. So, um, yeah, just got to take it one game at a time. Getting back to the wrong Getting back to the wrong sense. Like them so often, the way they were so relentless, what makes them such that? Like, what was the key for them? Um, you know, I thought they played off some good pitches um, and crushed the ones that uh, yeah, they needed to. If you can get it back to Petco Park, how good a chance do you guys have? Uh, very good. How did you feel having not pitched all for the season? Uh, good. you feel like you were. Rusty at all because they haven't pitched, or did you feel comfortable or uncomfortable? Oh, well, comfortable. You know, I was doing stuff in between the, um, you know, not the rest off, but, you know, when I got up there, it was like any other game. Overall, more about what they did to you, or did you not execute the way you wanted? Uh, I mean, both. Um, you know, I definitely thought I made some good pitches, but, um, you know, they worked count, and, um, you know, the pitches that they did it were, all right, so there's Manaya. Not a whole lot to elaborate on there. Um, pretty short responses. 
he's probably he's really pissed off. I, I don't blame him. Uh, Luis says the series is not over yet. We just need to win tomorrow. Let's not lose faith. I love my Padres. I like that. I like having that mindset. I don't want to lose faith either. Um, and I am keeping the faith. Like I know this team is a good team. They still can win this series. They're just going to have to execute uh, and really, really focus on every at bat. Have good at bats tomorrow. Get a lead against Wheeler somehow. Have Darvish pitch the way he pitched in Game One, and have Suarez and Hader pitch the way that they pitched this postseason. Uh, and since you know, pretty much the last two months, month and a half, whatever it was. So uh, that's just for tomorrow. And then you're gonna have to be perfect Game Six, you would think, and you're gonna have to be almost perfect Game Seven, probably, right? So. It's just a very steep climb. The series is not over yet. You're right, Luis. Uh, just win tomorrow, and then you can worry about game six. Win game six, you can worry about game seven. You, know, you got to go all out in all these games because you have to win the rest of these games. If you don't win tomorrow, there is no game six. You don't win game six, there is no game seven. So you got to go all out. Just go one to know every day. Eric asks, Ben, what is your percentage for the Padres winning three straight games against the Phillies? Oh, man. Uh, three straight? I mean, I think they're going to win tomorrow behind Darvish. I, I think it will go back to San Diego. I just don't see them winning. Uh, excuse me. I don't see them losing three straight games. And they did win three straight games against the Dodgers. Like, they can do it. You know, going back to Luis, like the series isn't over. Um, they can do it. So I, I want to say better than 50-50. So I'll say like 60. I won't go as high as like 66 like Pedro's saying, but I'll put it better than 50-50. Like this Padres team, they're still a good team. They still, their offense scored six runs tonight. Uh, they got on the Phillies in that first inning. Um, and they're not going to have Clevenger and Mania throwing the rest of the series, right? So they're going. you're going to see a better Padres team tomorrow than what you saw today, I think, like as a whole. And you're going to see that for game six and seven as well. So I'm encouraged by that. Philly has to win one more game, Hugo. They're up three games to one. Luis asks, do you think we should put Alfaro and rest Nola tomorrow? No, no, that, that's no. Um, that's not even an option, I don't think. Alfaro hasn't had a postseason at bat yet. If there was going to be a day to rest Nola, it would have been today. Nola has caught for Darvish in every single Darvish start this year. Nola's not resting. With the season on the line, you're not resting your starting catcher. That's not even... That's not even up for debate. Um, all right, here is Manny talking to the media. That's a tough one. Scored for the first. You know, we couldn't, couldn't get more across the board there. We could have uh, scored a couple more, but we didn't. And, um, you know, we kept fighting, we kept fighting, but it was kind of tough coming back 
just couldn't hold it. They went out there and they, you know, they had some big innings in the game there, and you know they got they, you know they got ahead. You guys have been resilient you know, all season long. They showed their resiliency as well tonight. Yeah. I mean, as far as turning the page, you guys have had to do this before. How much does it help having that experience and being able to do it again? Yeah, just got there, you know, got there more and go, go perform. You know, we got 27 outs left, and um, you know we're gonna go out there and compete and leave it on the field. Um, you know, we got Douglas on the mound, we got Wheeler again, we saw some earlier, so. Uh, you know, just go out there and just keep competing. That's all we can do right now. With regards to Wheeler, you just mentioned you have seen him before. You guys did score six runs tonight. Is that, that positive to take out of it, bringing in tomorrow? Yeah, just keep playing. I think uh, you know, overall, I think uh, you know, the team we have, we're going to keep fighting to the end, to the last I was made, and you know, whatever happens, happens. But you know, just keep fighting at this point. Hey, you look at the home run, make that early statement. Did you think you could maybe take the crowd out of it early like that? Is there a block of crowd? Just trying to, just trying to score. Just kind, of, just trying to get on the board early. Yep, Manny's right. Phillies out hit him, out homered him. Had a good game offensively. Uh, Manny, holy cow, what a freaking catch that was in that bottom of the eighth inning. By the tarp, running into the tarp. Gold glove finalist or non-gold glove finalist? My ass. Come on. You know, like, that was such a tremendous play. At Talking Friars on Twitter and Instagram, if you want to go see the play, if you missed it. Tremendous play. Um... A non-Gold Glove finalist doesn't make that play. You know, Manny should be a Gold Glove finalist. It's obvious. Uh, he did his job. The offense, they scored six runs tonight. It came down to the pitching. Pedro asked, would you have put you on short rest, Ben, like old school days? No. Um, they didn't have to win tonight. I mean, you would have liked to, but you do have you in a must-win game like literal must-win game tomorrow, even if they would have lost today, and they did lose today. So, no. I don't think you do that. I don't think it would have been smart to do that when you could have them on regular rest for a game that was guaranteed going into today, even before the loss. Uh, I think that's all the player... Yeah, that looks like all the player audio that I see for now. Yeah, Rootbeer asks, who, who the F in their right mind leaves Manai in when Harper's coming to bat after giving up so much? That was before, I believe, Harper had that double in the left center gap, his second double of the game. Yeah, uh, that's it's definitely a viable question. It's, it's a worthy question to ask Bob Melvin and to talk about. Um, yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have done that. I would have went to Garcia, but... It's again. It's easy after the fact to, uh, you know, criticize Bomel for decisions that he didn't make, or you know, the decision to stick with Manaya facing, you know, the middle of that, the top, the middle of the Phillies order in that bottom of the fifth. You know, but yeah, fans are definitely frustrated, uh, and they have the right to be frustrated. Um, I think that's all the chat. 
anything worthy to bring up here? Uh, Brian asks, have you looked at the weather report for tomorrow in Philly? No, I have not. Um, I don't even know if I have weather on my device here. Hang on one second. I'm looking it up right now. Weather for Philadelphia for Sunday. Tomorrow, the game's going to be played around, what, 2 o'clock, 2.30, their time. So it says right now that it's going to be like 65 degrees. There's 24% chance of rain. And then 4 o'clock, 5 o'clock, it gets into the 30s for the percentage chance of rain. So there might be a delay at some point, but I think they'll still get the game in. So, like, the Potters are hoping... Oh, maybe they won't play the game. We can rest our guys and Nola will get a rest day. No, I don't think that's going to happen. I think they'll get the game in tomorrow. All right. Disappointing loss tonight. Padres back literally against the wall now. Um, let's see how they do. This is the first time that the Padres have lost, I believe, two games in a row because the Mets series they didn't. Dodgers series, they lost game one, then won the next three. Uh, and then, yeah, so this series is the first time they've lost two in a row in the postseason. So what are they going to do? Season's on the line. I don't expect them to lay down. They're not going to lay down. They're, they're going to keep fighting. Uh, but it feels like tomorrow they're going to have to be pretty much perfect with Wheeler on the mound. Um, and the Phillies' offense is clicking. So it'll be tough. I'll be back with the pregame show tomorrow before the game and then the postgame reaction as always. Thank you so much for watching and listening. Episode 257 of the Talking Friars podcast and YouTube show. Ben Fadden signing off. Have a good night. Go pods and keep the faith. Series is not over. See ya.